There is a lot to talk about on today's show. The Adelaide 36ers have lowered their sights and they've got their eyes on one man in particular for the coaching job. We talk about that. We talk about tonight's game and some key players not out there for both teams. Scott Ross re-signs with the Tasmania Jack Jumpers. Kyle Adnam's back in the NBL. And Friday night, how big is that? That's all coming up on NBL Net. Wednesday the 17th, great to have your company on NBL now as we do each and every Wednesday. I'm Jack Hebron alongside Derek Ruckett. D-Ruck, good morning to you and let's start with the Adelaide 36ers. Olgan Ulich reporting last night on NBL Overtime that Brian Gorton is their number one candidate for the vacant coaching job. Yeah, well that's big news obviously. The greatest basketball coach Australia has ever seen and for him to be mentioned for that Adelaide job I've got a few different thoughts about it. Firstly, good idea, good early message by the Adelaide 36ers. Get it out there. Let Brian Gorgian know we're interested in you. Show the player marketplace what type you're what type of moves you're keen to make. But Jack, you talk about chopping off Scotty Nennis's neck. Like, where does that leave him for the rest of the season? I'm sure he was really keen to coach this team and is doing his best to try and land a permanent job. So there's the flip side of this whole scenario. But is Gorgian a good fit? I don't know. I don't know if I love it. I would prefer to see him in a bigger marketplace, um, somewhere where he can really impact the league. He did the stint in a regional place at Illawarra, was really good, turned that program around when he was there. But I think Gorgian is a big city guy, and I'd love to see him return somewhere big and have an impact and really help the league continue to grow. Do you think, though, Ruck, I mean, I'm in Adelaide today, ironically, when we're talking about this, and and there's a bit of buzz around town about the 36ers and and how they're turning things around, though. Do you think that – I always feel anyway that that the competition needs a strong and healthy – and thriving Adelaide 36ers because they are sports mad in South Australia. And even with the struggles that the 36ers have had this year, they're still getting really, really good crowds. Like, doesn't Brian Gorgian going there create even more hype? Like, imagine Adelaide being a top-four team again. Yeah, there's there's validity to that statement. And Adelaide are one, one of the traditional powerhouses. Things have been lean lately. Um but yeah, you look at their crowd, you look at their support, you look at the commercial commercial success they are still enjoying despite being a less than average basketball team. Can they pull people to Adelaide? That would probably be the question. Can they pull players there? Um, is it appealing for a free agent? Imports, it really doesn't matter. Imports will go anywhere where they feel they're being compensated appropriately. Um, so I get your point with Gorgian. I just think there are coaches there. If you look at the carousel, I think there are two or three candidates to go to Adelaide, which I'll probably wait to the offseason to name. And I think I would love to see Gorgian um, in places that we talked about previously here uh, on NBL Now. They're in action tonight, the Adelaide 36ers. They travel to Melbourne. They play the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix at the State Basketball Centre. We'll get to the Phoenix in just a moment, but for Adelaide, 
No Jacob Wiley. He's out injured for this game, which does hurt them. He, he won't be playing and neither will Trenton Flowers, who we haven't mm. seen a lot of at the moment. The question I have for you, Ruck, is around the Adelaide 36ers and where they sit right now. They're 7-14 and 14 on the season, which at first glance doesn't sound great. But when you consider that Illawarra are 9-10, and 10, so they're two games off, is there is a run to the plane realistic here for the 36ers? Probably just slightly out of the realm of possible. And I'm not I'm not knocking them because they're they're certainly playing better, but they need all their horses every game and, and Wiley is a big out. They've been able to win fine without flowers. He really hasn't impacted their wins and losses too much this season. It would have been great to see him finish, you know, to play a part in some of these games down the stretch to show what he can do as a young player in critical games because all these games matter for everyone. And Adelaide are still a mathematical possibility. Um, This game in particular, though, is kind of the wounded versus the wounded. Mm. Sauce Williams won't be playing. Um, Gary Brown, I still think, is a a game-time decision. So, you know, who's the better team in this situation? I'm probably going to lean towards Southeast Melbourne. I think the game means more for Southeast Melbourne. They're a realistic chance. I think they're only like a game out of third place, despite not having been great. I mean, the league is so damn close. Everybody's a chance, you know? And how is a team going to turn up and play? What level of performance are they going to show? We've seen Southeast Melbourne get blown out and look horrible recently, but they very well could turn it around and make a run here. They have enough talent. They have one of the best players in the league in Mitch Creek. So you really can't rule anyone out this point point, uh, of the season. It's going to be a fascinating game tonight to open this round. This kind of feels a a bit like the Christmas Day game, Ruck, where Southeast Melbourne went to Tasmania, no Mitch Creek. They had Alan Williams on one knee at that stage. He was injured and they won and they played really, really well against the Jack Jumpers on that day and then, you know, they were pretty quick to tell us all that we were wrong and it's backfired since for them, unfortunately. But you said this on Moments That Matter on Sunday. they got two games this weekend, tonight and then New Zealand, in New Zealand on Saturday. This is, this is backs against the wall sort of stuff here for Southeast Melbourne, isn't it? It's just a question of how they respond. Well, there are a few teams with, with two games and two, and, and two big games this season. Southeast Melbourne, as we just mentioned, the Cairns Taipans also have two games this season this round and I think if they can get both of the, both of their games they'll they'll vault up like into third or fourth position and then the Brisbane Bullets who also have two games but this is going to sound crazy I don't think there's much there's as much pressure on Brisbane to win both of their games as the the Taipans I think the Taipans must get at least one of these games where I feel that the Bullets can drop two and still stay in the hunt coming home just searching for consistency, the Cairns Taipans. That's going to be their biggest challenge at the moment. To the Tasmania Jack Jumpers, Olga Newlich, the best newsbreaker in Australian basketball, reporting last night that Scott Roth has re-signed with the Jack Jumpers ahead of time as well. This is not a contract year for him. He was contracted for next season already, has extended until the 25-26 season. Um, he's he's everything for the Jack Jumpers, isn't he, Ruck? And, and has been since day one. Well, one of the things that I think is as as a franchise that we must try and avoid is 
not giving your head coaches, especially talented head coaches, the power to control the team in an era where players are growing in power. Mm-hmm. You must make sure that coaches can check players and ensure that the program keeps functioning properly. Now, that's all based on the fact that you have the right coach. And there's no doubt that Tasmania have it in Scott Roth. So I think it's a really great move that they go out and give him the security, allow him to continue to do what he feels is right. And, you know, we've kind of been hard on Tasmania over the past two to three weeks, but maybe it's not so much them and it's more about the league that they are finding themselves struggling a bit this year. But even in this struggling year, they're in third place, Jack. So can we really knock them that hard in a league full of parity? It's a good move to sign Scott Roth up. Now they can really try and finish hard in these final six games and just carry on a nice, elevated brand of basketball and culture for a number of seasons. We'll get to their Friday night game in just a second. Before we get there, though, Kyle Adams' return to the Hungry Jacks NBL has been playing in Romania. He's been back in town for a few weeks. We've seen him courtside at a few few games as well, which is fantastic. He'll play with the Illawarra Hawks for the remainder of the season. Your thoughts on this one? Good move. He can shoot the ball. He can score. I think in limited patches, um, we've seen him have significant impact, especially when he was with Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. So Kyle Adam gets a chance to come back. And I think it's also good, Jack, if this is his last stint, at least he kind of gets to go out on his terms. So he can finish mm-hmm. out this season, play really good basketball, And, you know, all these games matter. And I think he can do a lot for Illawarra. He's kind of something that they've missed. A little bit of a scoring punch off the bench combined with experience and someone who is is endearing to his teammates and can really rally the troops in times of need. So how does it fit, though, amongst their guard rotations? Because that's you go back to earlier in the season when we were talking about them playing too many players and rotations and all that sort of stuff. That was one thing that was a common theme is that they're pretty loaded in the guard position. So where does Kyle Adam fit into all of this? Well, I think he's probably that fourth guard off the bench. I think he can he can give you some some really strong point guard play, which is at times off the bench for Illawarra hasn't been something that they've been able to, to rely upon. Um, it probably also takes a little bit of the burden off Justin Robinson and Justin Tatum's need to keep him in games even though he may not be 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 performing up the standard now j-rob has played much better under Mm. tatum and over the past three to four weeks has started to show signs of what expectations were of him coming into last season so i think uh adnam will will really shore up that point guard spot and and give them some much needed punch and experience and it definitely helps that he's in shape and ready to play Hawks in action tomorrow night. They'll play the Taipans. We'll talk about that game a lot tomorrow on NBL Now with Hulls, but it's a very big one given that they're around the same mark. Jump ahead, though, to Friday night, Ruck. This has got all of the makings of a marquee night. Now, if you're listening to NBL Now, ditch your plans. Put the kids to bed early. If your mum rings and says, let's catch up for dinner, you say, mum, I'm not available. Sorry, I'll catch you next week because Melbourne United travel to Tasmania to play the Jack Jumpers first. So that's First versus third, and then you follow up after that, the Perth Wildcats hosting the Brisbane Bullets, second versus fifth. 
Friday night is a monster. Big time, big time Friday night. One of the biggest Friday nights, Jack, I think we've had this decade. And that's no hype. Over the past 10 years, I can't recall a bigger Friday night with better teams and more significant matchups. So let's attack that Melbourne and Tassie one. Tassie have not been great at home recently. They have really struggled. Um, they're still a very good team. We know that. Jordan Crawford hasn't been able to find his form. And when you're struggling for form as a guard, the last team you want to face is Melbourne United with all those outstanding perimeter defenders, uh, highly aggressive offensive players. It puts a lot of pressure on you going into that game. Melbourne United, they had a massive win um, over the weekend. It was a big one. It kind of settled them, but they still haven't been operating in that capacity, which we know they can find. So who's the favorite going into this game? I have no idea, but I know it's going to be a tight one. I'm predicting overtime down in no. Tasmania, and I'm not going to say one team is going to beat the other. I'm just going to say don't doubt Dean Vickerman. What about the Wildcats and the Brisbane Bullets? You've seen a lot of Brisbane lately. You said before that they could potentially afford to drop one or two this round. Um, Perth in Perth, which is a massive challenge, no question about it. The greater you are and the longer a streak of greatness that you are in, like Bryce Cotton at the moment, the closer you are to having a bad game. Bryce is brilliant. Bryce is smart. Bryce is one of the most charismatic players we've ever had in the NBL. He can't keep playing at this level. He's got to have an off game, Jack. He's due for an off game, and this is a game that he can afford to not play well because the Wildcats don't need this game as much as the Bullets do. I think the Bullets will be motivated. They already beat them over there. They have really good perimeter guards. Sam McDaniel does a decent job on Bryce Cotton. Mitch Norton knows Bryce in and out. I think this is a game where the Bullets have a chance and it will be close all the way. And somebody else for Perth is going to have to carry the load because I think it's one of those games where a role player for Perth, a Ty Webster, a Jordan Usher, I think yep. this game is tailor-made for one of those guys to lead the Perth Wildcats to a victory over the Bullets. Oh, it is juicy. This whole round's juicy. It's just a, it's just awesome. Wednesday Night Hoops is going to kick the whole thing off, and I reckon by the end of it, we'll have a pretty clear idea of where a few teams sit in the scheme of things. Ruck, as always, nice to talk to you. We'll hear you across the weekend. Thanks, Jack, and have a great weekend. Thanks for being with us on NBL Now. We're back tomorrow with Halls.